I got a six-letter word. Repent. Hey, welcome to the pantry. Woo, Jesus, not junk food. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share with as many people as possible to keep the message of the Lord continuing on this awesome season. Man, we always say that we need to associate the food, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about like the stir fry from Panda Express. <laughs> the greens. Oh, She's super like, greens. How am I going to do this? Super greens. Super, super greens. greens. No, I was like, stir fry. I eat orange <laughs> chicken. What do you mean? No. I know. Yes, no, like, right. no, I just, y'all. Ginger, garlic, a little bit of butter, stir fry that stuff up, throw in the, throw in the greens, broccoli, cabbage, cabbage, and kale. Yes. And then, man, put a lid on that thing with some soy sauce, throw down soy sauce, some water, throw the lid on that thing. Bam! Three minutes later, you got something good. Right. But you know what? In three minutes, you can repent. <laughs> <laughs> So in 30 seconds, you can hear an entire recipe, but in three minutes, (laughs) it takes longer because we're prideful. It takes longer because we're we're people, right? No, no, it's not me. It's not me. It's dang it. It's me. That's the first thing. So three R's. So huge. (laughs) We've talked about this before in in longevity. But we've had a lot of new listeners jump on board. So welcome. And, and welcome. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, we've gotten a lot Pretty, of really cool yeah, emails recently because yeah. of our De La Faye testimony yeah, part awesome. two. So, yeah, but because of that, we wanted to do this episode because this is I, key. I'll tell you what, in my marriage, if I didn't learn how to repent, change my mind, it would get ugly. <laughs> Me too. Like, really ugly. So, Me too. So, I mean, we could, we could sit here and base this in that yeah. because I don't think we've ever looked at it from that view or, Oof, that, or from that that's window. That's true. That's so, true. So, in, in marriage or in relationship or in friendships, however that looks, however that looks, you know, we always run the three R's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I came up early in my thing because I'm like, I need to do this. I need to step back and recognize and then repent. But more importantly, like people get stuck there. Repent. Oh, I'll say recognize it like, oh, yeah, you know, we need to figure out ourselves and unpack like what's going on so that we can put it at Jesus feet and then repent. And then people go, <gasps> some people are like, yeah, like you got the two crowds. Ah, yeah. The ones who are terrified crowd. of repenting mm-hmm. and the ones who are, are like really more, about more it. like there's the ones that say you have to repent and then there's the ones that say you don't have to repent and like kind of on both sides like i'm like true and true it's like, a heart <laughs> issue if you don't repent but it's a heart issue if you require it for other people but, the, but, but I, <laughs> right and then what i always say is i'm like so you never want to change your mind right because that is what's important yes, here yes. and so recognition when you look at this um james four, but wait seven, wait wait you oh. said it's important to recognize repent but that recover the part oh, yeah. that oh, yeah. you get that people get oh. stuck and but don't get to is the recovery the exactly. recovery because see you it just happened yeah you got caught up I explaining got, the first two and you didn't even get to the third Yo, one. man and you're like the one who made this up i didn't put the ginger in the stir fry <laughs> and it's just some floppy kale and now it's just like um just have probably tasted good anyway probably, but probably without the garlic zin. and butter come on garlic butter soy sauce <laughs> i know like if it's still guys, a winning hey, recipe but magic in the kitchen soy sauce and butter soy sauce and butter you might be sitting there right now i don't care go home tonight put some butter in a pan throw a little soy sauce on that drizzle yeah. it over a broccoli i don't care you'll be like <gasps> this is the best thing ever right anyways right. let's <laughs> back to the episode stay focused here. you're a pastor now you tangent right, right. no <laughs> Hopefully not too bad, (laughs) but in our marriage. So in our marriage, when we do something wrong Mm -hmm. or we watch, come on, man, be real, be real out there. 
you know when your heart posture's changed. <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. know. Um, we might fight tooth and nail to say no, and we might stand pridefully, puffed up chest and say, I'm good, that's not me, that's not happening, because we all go through that happening. But we all notice it. We yeah. all notice there's a heart change. Yeah, and when we started talking about it, when you came up with the three R's at some point, I know it was before the podcast, Yeah. but around that, so maybe four, no, like five, six years ago now, you started really talking about mm. it, and we started putting it in. And I don't know, I guess sometimes I did it already. I would get caught up on the recovery though, right? But I would get, I would already be doing it without any name to it. And so it was very inconsistent. But as soon as you started saying those three R's all the time, then it became like, it kind of brought it to the top, Mm. to the surface where when I was in a moment where it was applicable, I could actually remember those three things and start doing them. So I think that's helpful because sometimes when you put a name or a definition or a formula to something you're already doing, it kind of helps you be more consistent with that good habit that isn't a habit yet. And so with our marriage, the recovery was my hardest portion Mm. because I wanted to sit in it and I guess fixate on my failure and think that I wasn't deserving of, it was all my fault. That was my thing. It's all my fault. And that has changed. That has Ooh. changed, right? Like that yeah. used to be a really big problem early on in our marriage, and now it isn't. You know, it because one, it's not all my fault. No. And it, but here's the thing: it never was. It was, <laughs> but it was all my fault. That I'm sitting there saying it's all my fault and not recovering, right. which is kind of denying grace its action step. I think. I think that when you look at a story in this. Um, there's different ways that we can come to this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's self-revelation, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's it's from someone we know revelation. Uh, David and Nathan, when we look at 2 Samuel, right? Mm-hmm. It's like he sits there. And so it said in 2 Samuel 12, 13. I'm not going to walk through all that. Look, go check out the story about how David lost his son. It's sad. It is. It's horrible. But he had to come to a recognition and it took a friend to bring him to that recognition or at least someone that he respected and honored. Yeah. Right? And so David said to Nathan, he said, I have sinned against the Lord. Recognition. Because look, he recognized that he had done something wrong. And if you jump into James 4, 17, it says, therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it's sin. David recognized that he had sinned. So when I, like we're in our marriage, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, I have sinned. I have sinned. There are times I don't want to apologize. I don't want to go near. I don't want to do this. And it, hey, and you know what? In that recognition, it gets me to the next stage, yeah. which is the repentance. Because you know what? When you really sit there at the end of the day and you put the word of God out there without spot, without wrinkle, right? As, as a bride of Christ, you know, God's child. I mean, I could just keep going down this list. Watch this. Redeemed, restored. Like, who am I? <laughs> like, who am I to sit there and like... You're redeemed and restored. Right. Yeah. But who, am you, who but, are you but, still? <laughs> but, but, but who am I to sit there and like, and go against the commands of God mm-hmm. and how I look at you like the church. Right. Like Christ, let me be specific on this, how Christ looks at his church. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's beautiful. Now you can reverse that role. I mean, you know, women, hello, we we still got grace too, us men over here. So, but God is very specific. So when I'm looking at that, it's like, okay, what have I done? Or even watch this, what has she done? Why have I been responsive to what she's done? Or why am I responding the way I'm responding? Yeah. It's kind of like, because like she said earlier, neither one of us 
are 100 percent right all the time. Right. Though sometimes we want that. <laughs> but, yeah. But I not mean, really. Actually, I don't. It's easy to kind I used of to, but... paint a picture. Right. When you walk away, and sometimes you need that. We're not saying don't walk away and collect yourself. Like, if you need a minute, oh, Shay's yeah. great at taking his minute. I'm not. Sometimes I need my minute. So sometimes the only time I get my minute is when he takes his, and now I'm forced to take mine. Mm. But one thing that I know is a pattern for some, because I, I've heard it explained to me and it happens in me, is the little narrative you start writing in your head as you're recounting mm. and reflecting, you're writing a narrative. Like something happens, but then how it's committed to memory is sometimes based on how you narrate it when you relive it in your head after it just happened. And that's your chance to write it good or write it bad. Mm. This is your chance to sow good seeds for your future or bad seeds for right. your future. And if there's a lot of poor me and why couldn't he just and I only just or why is it every time or he always or I never, right? Like you're writing, you're planting bad seeds. You're writing a lie. There's there's some truth in it mixed in there, right? There's some truth but the way you're writing it, you wouldn't be allowed to publish in an old newspaper, okay? Because you are biased. And we need to take a step back right. and go to the Lord and, and relive it. And as you notice something you did wrong, don't gloss over it because the other wrong was worse or whatever. No, just stop and say, Lord, work on me in that. And then when you get to the point where they did something to you, Lord, work on them in that. Lord, help me. When you see the reaction mm. you made, Lord, help me with a better reaction. Because then you're recounting the story, but instead of building it up that you're the victim or that you're the aggressor, maybe you're like, dang, I am trash because I'm the mean one. Right. Either way, you're you're painting and solidifying yourself into a sinful space, right? Mm. When you have grace and you actually have the option to just remember it how it was and ask the Lord into it. Mm. And that is so much easier mm like to to bring recovery right. out of than the alternative well we, we start to understand that rep repentance is a positional revelation of grace right it's like, it's <laughs> yes like, <laughs> it's but it is it's it's like because i mean there I, i've seen camps it's like i don't sin i don't sin but i think that those people are so afraid to say that they sin because they're gonna get caught in a hole mm -hmm. and that's okay i mean look not right. did you get caught in a hole i feel for them but yeah. I, but right but i but then i really think that it's healthy to be able to be healthy like, okay, yeah, I messed up. Like, you used to sit there and, like, you weren't even wrong. And you're, like, telling me you're wrong. And I'm like, honey, you're not wrong. I'm I used wrong. to think that was righteousness <clears throat> to just take it on yourself. Right. And, like, well, rather than point out his his plank or whatever or his splinter, mm. let me, like, just give myself a plank, even right. if I don't have right. one. And that's twisting scripture. <laughs> then she hit 33 and now I hear everything. Anyway, now she... <laughs> <laughs> I've come into my own, y'all. Uh, but, but, but back to the hole, right? Right. We that, The whole point of this is not to drive us into the hole, but understand that positional revelation. Yeah. We have been given grace. Thank you, Jesus, that I don't fall in a pit of hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I just got beat up somewhere on that one, but that's okay. But fall in a pit, can't get out, it, you know, hit 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 the hit the bungee trap or the, bun how what they used to call those? The bungee, bungee trap. I think it was when they put the spikes in the Vietnam War. Oh, yeah. And yes. they got stuck down there. No, that's not yes. where we want you to be in the ouch. Right. No, we want you to be like we're going right now. We're going mm -hmm. into it right now, into the recovery. Yes. Because repentance, it, it, it is biblical. Mm -hmm. 
recognizing our sin, right, is Mm -hmm. biblical. Yes. Understanding that we need Jesus. If I don't understand sin, then I don't understand the need for Jesus. If I just think that it's instant erase, which it is, look, biblically Mm -hmm. speaking, instant erase, because you're going to go to heaven as a believer in Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. and you will go to heaven. Mm -hmm. You will stand before God and be like, "Eh," and praise God, I have this dude. Oh, ooh, maybe that's blasphemy. But Jesus, thank goodness I have Jesus. Right. And so we sit there. And so that is the recovery, though. Thank you. I have Jesus. Yeah. Because that drives me to strive to be better. When I sit there and I take in like, OK, I was talking to a young man um, on our trip because we were you know, family mm-hmm. and he's young. But mm-hmm. I always like like to treat my older boys like they mean like mm-hmm. I, I'm like, yo, man, we men. Mm-hmm. There's ways to do this. Mm-hmm. But but I didn't. And I'm like, look through the whole thing that you just did. Yeah, you feel wronged. Yeah, probably somebody, one of the other kids did something, right? And I'm like, but ask yourself, when you, it got brought up to you through parents or whatever else, was your response righteous? And, he's, and we started walking through it and he's like, I said, you probably rolled your eyes, didn't you? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You probably did it. Yep. Okay. So there's something to be sorry for. Yes. Therefore, look, humble yourself. Don't be stuck on, I ain't apologizing because I didn't do nothing wrong. And go, hey, you know what, mom? I'm sorry. I could have acted better. Mm -hmm. Humble. Yeah. And that's recovery. Mm -hmm. And, And watch this. When that happened, relationship was restored. Right? Mm -hmm. Mom. Took him out of punishment. Because <laughs> I'm always working that angle because I learned that way. I'm like, <laughs> right. okay, yeah, she kind of came hard. And I'm just going to speak this way, not because that's how it always is. But she kind of came hard. But how did I respond? Right. Did I respond full of grace? Right. Or did I respond full of pharisaical? <laughs> and you know, think of it like an athlete. Like athletes, they focus on what they're good at. But when they are, once they've started focusing on what they're good at, there Mm. is still room to grow in that thing. Because I've gone over this psychological study before where they took two sports teams and they had one always watch their highlight reel and work on what they were good at and improving on what they're good at. And the other team, they had them watch everything they did wrong. And at the end of the season, they wanted to see how they would perform or, or something. And it was amazing how the ones that focused on their highlight reel and their strengths actually... I think made it to the championship mm. and the other team didn't. And I feel bad for whatever teams they used because the one was like, well, you're just playing to play. You ain't making it nowhere with that kind of coaching. But here's the thing is that sometimes people would hear that kind of allegorical story and say, okay, that means that I just focus on what I'm good at and then I'm not going to be sinning. Mm. Then I'm not going to be missing the mark. Then there's nothing to repent for. No, I'm an artist. I draw. I'm talented at it. That doesn't mean I can draw everything perfect. It means that I'm going to go after that rather than biochemistry. Yes. But it means I can still grow in my artistry, right? It, it allows me to improve in different techniques and different styles with different mediums. And I still need to learn how to take correction in that thing. It's not just me saying, oh, well, I chose the thing I'm good at. And now God can never correct me because I'm perfect. Mm. in this area that's not what it means so when it comes to our relationships there is correction but we also need to even if we're working on like our best level that doesn't mean that a correction means you failed 
because we're human. So correction is inevitable. So you don't have to say, I never sin. You just are. And, and you don't also have to say, well, sinning is okay. No, like as an artist, I'm not perfect. So I'm not going to beat myself every time I don't draw the right picture. I'm going to bounce back and crumple it up and draw another one. But I'm also not going to insist that even though I did it wrong and it doesn't actually look that great, that it does look great because otherwise I'm going to feel terrible. Mm. And that's what a marriage, that's what any relationship right. with parenting, friends, family, an acquaintance, a coworker, a boss, no matter where it is, you have something that you're doing wrong. Right. And the world wants it to be victim and victimizer. And that's it. Clean cut. But the truth is, since he died for everyone, we all have something that's imperfect Amen. in us. And even if they are the one that's just so outlandishly wrong... You can still humble yourself and pray for that one little thing that you could have done better. Yo, no rain, no flowers. <laughs> On her shirt. <laughs> Look, it's perfect. What you just said, it was like perfect. No rain, no flowers. <laughs> I wear my vibes. I wear them. So, but in recovery, we we come to verses like Galatians 5, 1, through 5, 1. Um, which is talking about it's there's realization here. So we've realized, right? And, yeah. and we're getting in this recovery. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. <laughs> Y'all free indeed. Thank you, Jesus. It's free indeed. And do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. We want this stuff to go. I am so tired of the hooks the enemy has put in, into my flesh and my flesh. <laughs> I ain't leaving nothing out. Mm -hmm. Or my own hooks. I mean, I probably got hooks in the front pulling me this way, which is me holding. Right. Dude, that's a picture. The artist. <laughs> no, look. Hooks in, chains, pulling yourself. Flesh. Because everybody always puts those those chains like the enemy got you. No, we're just the chains that we're putting in ourselves. Oof, that's rough. That, that, yeah, that's a good, right? That's a good one. Right. And so you can even do double. Hooks out the back with chains in front and one's you and the other one's the enemy. But uh, we want those chains to be broken. Yeah. We want those bound binds to be broken. Bounds, binds. Those bonds. Bonds. Bonds to be. Thanks, man. She's been correcting me all day. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma on flea. Anyway, no. I just but, aged myself like 65 years, but that's fine. Because because at the end of the day. No, man, you're so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got. I'm sorry. I got mesmerized. I got mesmerized. I got mesmerized. My bling, wife bling, does that. Bling, bling, bling. For my four but gray is, hairs that, that shine. This is what the three R's does, y'all. Seriously. Yes, it does. Because you should have seen. <laughs> embarrassing to say i'd like to come out the gate like oh grace perfection and we're rolling good but we were horrible and well that's not yeah. horrible we we were good our we goods were, were great oh, and our bads were <sighs> terrible but nine and a half years right ten next year or no how many years since knowing each other knowing like each other. So seven, seven years married six, i don't remember something six, Math. six and a half Math. so we're going on seven next year yes okay Math. seven years next year we are, you know, and, and every year, because we are standing on this foundation of Christ, we're sitting there and being honest with ourselves and saying, okay, there's something I could work on. Mm -hmm. and, and then, but the more important thing that I've seen grow, especially with, with you as we start to close up, right? Mm -hmm. Especially with you, you probably see it in me, but I, you know, I just, because we see, right? <laughs> And I see it in me because I'm chiller, <laughs> but she's, she is more calm in this, right? There's not such a beat down anymore because she's recovered. I've recovered. We're recovering in Jesus Christ. We're pressing on towards the goal for the prize of the upper call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes.
Y'all, this has been awesome. I love this conversation. It was kind of impromptu. We were like, let's just rehash this because I think not enough people that listen right now have heard it. Mm. But if you guys want to know more, we have a free seven-day Jesus Not Junk Food devotional. We'll probably come out with a three R's one, maybe Ooh, an exercise yeah, for the on. new year. Ooh, that'd be good. Um, so stay tuned for that one. It'll also be free because that's just what we do. But you can also support us at patreon.com slash the pantry podcast. Support us. Support our missions friend in Kenya, Pastor uh, Pastor Jackson Kasumu. Yes. So if you're looking for something to kind of gift for Christmas, there you go. <laughs> um, so until next time. Bye. bye. Yay.